Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Max and I get Khabib Nurmagomedov. Max and you? You know what? Let me redo that. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I was thinking Max Holloway, Matt, and I have uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov coming in studio. And uh, I just said Max like an idiot. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Breaking news. What? We have breaking news. Oh. Tony Ferguson is out of the fight. Ugh. And it is now going to be Max Holloway is rumored to be stepping up. And it will be uh, Habib against Max Holloway as the main event for the... Uh, Lightweight title at UFC 223 in Brooklyn. What a day to break that, too. That's right. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, but when they first mentioned it, it was April Fool's. And, and that's why. But here's what convinced me that it was. Because we were all in on a text group. Was, we were, we, we, the three of us would text back photos of each other, our bodies. And um, Chris sent one that said, can you believe like Tony's out? And Matt and I are like, fuck you. I know, exactly. <laughs> Boo, like, Matt booed him. <laughs> he I said did, he wished he had the soundboard, yeah. I did wish I had the soundboard. I'm like, he's so gullible, Chris the producer. He just takes, he just falls for anything. Then I watched the video, Uh-oh. and Danny goes, unfortunately, this is not an April Fool's joke. And I'm like, oh, no. You never start an April Fool's joke with that. You can't, yeah. if you, yeah, you can't, because then you're just a liar. It's not even a joke. So he's not a liar, so it's true. Yep. What happened? Um, it was, uh, according to Chris, you want to tell the story, you tell it better than me. I, I had it that he was throwing a karate kick at a balloon and he hurt himself. Chris said I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't, that's false. What's uh, your story? So oh, Tony yeah. apparently was doing his last bit of media obligation on Friday afternoon. He Where was, was he, Vegas? Um, I'm not sure, but he was on a, maybe in LA, he was on a studio set and he saw somebody that he recognized, oh. you know, that he didn't expect to be there. Oh. And he was like, Hey, what's up? And he veered to go say hi to the person slipped off the stage and tore a ligament in his knee. Well, I would like to know, and amazing? the rest of the world would like to know, who is that person that ruined yeah, everything? It's Khabib. Right. <laughs> yeah. But is it amazing, though, like how your life can be changed with such a, like, an honest thing that we do a hundred times? He'll do that a hundred times or a thousand times and never have a problem. Yeah. And then a week before the fight, you're going to step up. It's like fucking life, man. Well, hey, man, listen, Max Holloway, what about props? To, I mean... Wow. You know, Max, though, he was scheduled to fight um, against Frankie. That didn't happen. Now he's uh, getting ready, I'm sure, for Brian Ortega. 
And he's probably, he's nowhere near his weight cut now, so he's probably walking around. I don't know what he walks around at, but I'm going to guess. What do you think? He fights at 145, maybe 160, 162? I don't know, man, but wow. I mean, what balls he has to take this fight on less than a week's notice. That's right. He really I mean, does, especially against a guy like Khabib, who, who's a tremendously difficult matchup right. for anybody. For, for anybody. I was watching this Dos Anjos fight again. It was just a smothering. It's really, I've said it before, it makes me claustrophobic to watch him fight. Well, Max... Man, Max has Max has guts, man. Right? I mean, he's got guts. Well, I mean, listen, Max is no walk in a park. He's he's an animal. No, he lost a decision to Connor. Yeah, he, that was, that, yeah. That was his, his last, last loss. Like, how many eight straight? Twelve in a row. 12, oh, twelve in a row. Wow. But uh, you know who is he fought? Like, like I mean, it's you could do the comparison of you know he's a a tall, lanky guy. You know, so is Tony Ferguson. So I mean, for him for for. Khabib to get in on him, it's kind of, in a way, similar. But who the heck has language? Max, <laughs> who the who the hell? Now I'm getting all fired up. Is uh, who who is Max Fort? That's anywhere near the grappler of Khabib. Ooh. Well, what is Max's last uh, few fights? I mean, well, Jose Aldo that, twice. Yeah, Aldo Pettis, uh, Ricardo Lamas, Jeremy Stevens, Charles Oliveira. So. It's, That's kind of, I mean, he has a loss to Dennis Bermudez back in the day. It's a split decision. And back in the day, by the way, they were wanting to see Pettis fight uh, Habib. I remember they were saying that would be a great fight. Would be uh, Habib against uh, is it Habib or Habib? I always say I, I don't it's Habib. I, it is Habib. I'm going to yeah. ask him. I'm okay. sick of it. <laughs> Tired of not knowing because right? Dana says Habib. Habib. He couldn't say a louder K. <laughs> Dana puts yeah. a heavy he K likes on saying it. The I know he does. And what Dana says, I say. Habib. The boss isn't wrong. All right. Yeah, I was going to say before the show, and you know, I saved it for the show because you usually yell at me. I was going to oh, say, you're you about to say something. What were you going to say? What this? When has there been a bigger fallout of a main event this close? I mean, John Jones Cormier, Khabib not making weight against Ferguson was the last time. I mean, this is like that wasn't one even the, a main event. That was Comey and Connor, right? Uh, oh no, Wonder Boy, Tyron Wood. Yeah, when, that's right. Wasn't that was that third fight down? That was the third fight down. I don't remember, actually. I'm almost positive. I'll take a look. Last main event, Amanda Nunes falling out was not this big uh, when she canceled week of... That hurt, though, but right, but this is a much... This is a bigger event. Anderson Silva... Uh, wait, did he uh, drop out? No, no, no. He got popped after. Um, did Bron... Who... Well, this is called Stack. Wait, what was... Oh, sorry, buddy. What was the... Yeah. Uh, uh, when Silva... Oh, yeah, but that was Jones. When Silva fought... Right, where uh, he stepped in, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean this. I mean Max jumping in. Obviously, it's it's horrific for Tony Ferguson. I feel really bad for him because it's the, oh, the craziest thing that could possibly happen. Yeah, poor fucking guy. Man. But this doesn't. I mean, this is just an, as exciting a fight. I guess opinion. so. I just wanted Ferguson. Khabib, oh, yeah. We've been hearing about it for so long. But yeah, this is actually. I mean, Holloway is the lightweight champ against the uh, featherweight champ against the uh, you know for the lightweight championship is a pretty interesting fight. He could literally be a two belt champion. And uh, then Connor would have to deal with him as another guy who has a two belt champion. Yeah, the storyline is is unbelievable. With any outcome of this is is still really interesting. And I was watching uh, some fights over yesterday. There was fights on, and I was watching Rose versus Paige Vazant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said it very French. I like when you yeah. say it like that, Paige Vazant. You like the way I said that? Very much. I hope you always say it like that. Actually. Rose, oh, the Rose looked awesome. Rose, I'm, I'm really, uh, really intrigued about this. This, it's very intriguing. It's very interesting. 
What's the word I'm looking for? Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? Rose? Or you think Doug Rose is going to you know, uh, retain I, the you title? Know, I do. I do think Yuan is coming to, I mean, because then I watched, who did I watch Yuana fight? Or was it a highlight? Oh, I watched the countdown special. That's what it was. And they, they were going through like her just going through people and, and just putting on combinations and elbows. And, and I'm like, man, you forget, you know, because you're only as good as your last fight. So you forget how good Yuana is. Yeah. You heard beating of, of it was Jessica Panay, I think maybe. Is I watched that the other day. That's one of the most savage beatings you're ever going to see. That's so yeah, crazy. Jessica's tough too. Yeah. Because she kept coming, but holy shit, man. It was a bloodbath. So I don't, I mean, I don't know, mm. but I think, I mean, but Rose does, I like when she says that her style mm. matches up with pretty much everybody's style. I mean, she, she won last time with a fist, but her grappling, that's yep. what I was really Saying where listen, she if if you want to expose that back once, you know she could be on it. Yeah, I think Rose has more ways to win this. You know she does, but you want to also. We've never seen her again. We've watched her for so long, retaining, retaining, retaining. What is it like to watch her now overcome the worst moment of her professional career? An embarrassing loss. It was a first round tap due to strikes. That's embarrassing. So what? How do you now? Again, some people don't handle it well. Ronda didn't handle it well. Some people do. Weidman at first, it took it really tough. Took him a few shots to get back in and win. Some guys have a hard time riding that ship again. Or maybe she comes back and all of a sudden she's a fucking animal and she wins the fight. You don't know. It, I, I've, I've said this a million times. Being undefeated past a certain point, mm-hmm. I think is almost can be a problem because if you lose... You have so much built on that whole undefeated thing. It shakes you, I think, differently. Same thing with Holly Holm. Um... Because there's no way you win all those fights and then just suck. It doesn't happen like that. And you're not fighting such a different level of competition. Slightly different level, but not such a different level. Yeah, I know. But there's so many. I just think that it's such a... The level's so high that it somebody is. who's fin- who's just looking unbeatable could easily just lose fucking two or three. Absolutely. That's what's so yes. amazing about this. Well, that's what I'm about Weidman. I mean, Weidman was just killing everybody. He's doing great. You know, I had a rough one 12 with or 13 Luke, and 0. Which was out of character for yep. him. Yeah. And that's when he, um, who did he fight after Luke again? It wasn't Yoel right away, was it? Weidman? Yeah, who did he fight? Uh, Musasi, right? Oh, yeah, he fought Musasi. Yeah. And that was a weird but one. But that was a freak. Yeah. So then, then, you know, then he was doing well with Yoel, and then he shot to the wrong side. Wrong side. I mean, dude, it's a game. What of- happened against Musasi? I don't remember the Musasi. Well, it was Buff- it was, Buffalo, uh, right? He thought it was an, you know, they thought it was an illegal knee. And it oh wasn't, yeah, and it crazy, was. right, right, right. Yeah, shit. Listen, man, that was crazy. He's got to keep moving forward, Jimmy. But you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it'd be interesting to see now. Now that she's had that loss, does it do anything to her mentality? Because she was going in there so. Because your confidence means a lot. Your, you know, the way you feel about yourself when you're walking into the ring means a lot. The cage means a lot. And she was just. She knew she was unbeatable. Mm, right. She's putting a lot on that um... weight cut. Yes, Jimmy. We are right where we're right together. We finish each other's sentences and dinners, sandwiches. Uh, I was yeah. Well, in the countdown, you did I say see sandwiches? The, no, no. I was oh, I, I thought I did. <laughs> I um, feel very gay. <laughs> sometimes uh, in the countdown all. special, though, to your point, like Joanna is addressing the loss, you know, better than Rhonda. Obviously, she but she got emotional. You could see she tears up a little bit when she talks about it. so. It's still right on the surface. We, we have her, that? You know. Um, Let's take a peek at it. Yeah, let me see. Let's take a little look, see, shall we? Yeah. We should do clips on this show. Yeah. So we do have uh, Habib coming in here shortly. He's supposed yeah, to. He arrive. might be a couple minutes late. Just letting you know. Well, right. then uh, he can wait outside. 
<laughs> did I tell you the other day I hung out with Action Bronson and I did an episode of Fuck That's Delicious? Uh, is it just a food show? It's a food show. What's the, the Vice. He just goes and eats? Well, he went, He did a jiu-jitsu lesson with me. I ain't going to tell you the whole episode. That was fun, though. We did Jeez, I can't even get a free jiu-jitsu lesson him with Action his, Bronson. Him and his buddy Mayhem. I guess I got a uh, Mayhem Miller? No. Uh, I guess I got to bring some, some fucking cameras in for Matt to give me well, a jiu-jitsu you, lesson. Chris, Chris uh, the other day, Chris Gerther. Uh, get hard, get hard, Chris Gerther. Chris Gethard. Yes, that's that's what that's when you believe that Obama's dick was born in another country, but he was born here. <laughs> get it? Yeah. I'm not gonna. You, Go ahead, you was, can do it. I know. Uh, I, I know. Button you're gonna hit. You like uh, that? Go I, ahead. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, Chris. Gethard. Gethard. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy. I like him a lot. I, I immediately bonded him with him. Why did I bring him up? You're talking about jujitsu lessons. Yeah, you I was asking. I, I was saying you give him free ones out to Action Bronson, but old Jim Norton. Any, can I just tell you, you you're welcome anytime. You Thank and you. Chris, I like Chris because uh, he likes comic books and he's my height. But let me tell you, Action Bronson had a good time. I'm not going to say what else. I'll say we got some pizza after. I ain't going to say where. I like sure. to leave some some people. I like to leave some suspense there. But I will tell you, that's going to be a good episode. So look for me in an upcoming episode of. F that's delicious. It's fuck that's delicious. I I, I clean it up though. You should have. Yeah, kids. F that's delicious. Yeah, on TV it'll be that's delicious. Let's see. No. Uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to. I'm just trying to find the. Chris is just enjoying the show. But why is he? I don't. What are you talking about? That's delicious. Well, is I'm it? saying if you're looking for it in the guide, you know, like on TV, the, the proper name of the show is fuck that's delicious. But yeah. in the guide, it'll say that's delicious. So if you're, you know, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Yes. They don't, they don't want to call it cock that's delicious because people might get the wrong idea about what the show is. Wrong, Jimmy. But the show is. It's not the name of the show. I know it's not. I'm just I'm saying I'm glad it's not. But I'm glad I hit it off with Action Bronson. Me too. For his and sake. Then I, and then I didn't know because then I started listening to his music. Mm-hmm. And then I got to say, why you got to do me like that? Uh-huh. You don't know I can sing, Jimmy? No, I still don't. <laughs> Fucking suck! I can't sing. You I'm can. not. I'm not gonna. Matt, come on! Don't be shy. No, Jimmy, I'm not. I'm. Not, I cannot. Singing is not my strong. That's not. I disagree. I like the song though. Why you gotta act like a bitch? I, it's like it's very catchy. Yeah, sure is. I, I can't. Your sing. version. I don't believe you can't sing. It, you know, it hurts my feelings. I know you're taking shots at me. I'm not. You can right sing. You have a wonder. You have a voice like a nah, lark. I don't listen. I don't have to. Not everybody can sing. It doesn't mean you can't have fun like trying to sing. 100%. Uh, this might be the part. I, I was oh, just trying okay. to find oh, I, I know she's sitting next I to Mike I know you were still doing some shit over there. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. I was looking for the clip of Joanna. Oh, so this is from the countdown special. Right, let's hear it. Let's hear yeah. it. There's a lot of pressure, you know, having that undefeated record. That's Mike Brown. Talk. Great trainer, Mike Brown. It's not that perfection that is on the line anymore. Ooh. I think she'll be able to fight, you know, carefree and, and not so worried about every second and every inch of, of the fight and i think she's going to be better because of it stay long keep your distance don't get too close i'm thinking of getting this bed every day since i lost to rose she has the bed but the bed is mine oh. i'm the real deal and I will get what belongs to me. Woo! She's just breathing heavy from training. I thought she got a little, maybe a little emotional during that part. But any, but anyway, but to the point though, it's like it's weighing on her more, obviously more than it's going to weigh on Rose. That's Rose true. is very comfortable. I feel like. Well, 
It's like saying the Terminator know. got emotional when he thumbs up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah. When he's going into like the lava. I know now why you cry. How do you know? Because he understood. He mm. as a robot. He didn't understand shit. That's one of the best action movies ever done. But it's something I Terminator can't do. Terminator Two, T Two. It was fun. One of the best action movies ever. How come he couldn't get it right after that? It's hard to top such. It's so good. That was man. good. The fact that they got two after one is a miracle. When you have something as good as Terminator, and then all of a sudden Terminator Two is actually maybe that's one of the might few, be better, might yeah. Be better. Dude, when he's like riding with that shotgun, when he's riding the motorcycle, shooting at the truck, and spinning it, and of holy yeah, fuck, is in, that good? Even in the beginning, when he went into the biker bar, and he's looking them all to find the yeah. clothes and stuff. Yeah, you just like that because he was naked. I don't like because he was naked. Because all like because he was naked, and he punched people. He was. <laughs> they was such a good. But even his Schwarzenegger was one of the very few guys who could do those jokey lines, yeah. and it didn't annoy me. Rock is pretty good with stuff like that. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of his movies. Well, My pal, The Rock. I, oh, he's your friend. Well, I remember we had him on here, and it was like <clears> the <throat> first time I ever did this thing. And I'm like, oh, I saw your show, and I was laughing. Everybody in the theater was laugh out louding. Like a That's fucking right, Oh, I said that. All right, Jimmy. It wants me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, uh, well, they really laugh out loud. I, you know, he jumped on it. Too. Apparently, he was been talking about depression lately. I didn't know he had depression. No. Oh. Dwayne Johnson talks about his depression, yeah. You serious? I just was looking at it on Twitter. Well, he has nothing to be depressed about. His, he, he can't be depressed about his performance in Jumanji because that was that. great. It was, I like that Jumanji. It was fun, Jimmy. Uh, by the way, did you guys... Oh, now, talk. We have Darren Till was headlining that Liverpool card. We knew who he was going to fight. And now by. his opponent has been named... Wonderboy, no? Wonderboy Thompson. That, yeah. was, that was actually speculated before, and Wonderboy kept turning it down, I guess because he's won until a seven, and he didn't want to do it. Well, and his hand was messed up after the Masvidal fight, yeah. I think he also felt like it was, it was not beneath him. I mean, just numerically, like doesn't it's right. not advantageous to him. But the thing is, we're gonna fight. You fought Tyron twice. You fought Masvidal. You got to fight somebody. It's a big name fight. He's on his way up. It's a good fight to take. It's a dangerous fight um, for uh, for Thompson too. But it's a dangerous fight for uh, Darren Till. Well, I mean, shit, man. I mean, Till is a real like you know. He's got a lot of buzz around him. He does, I mean, but look again, how good he's looking. Look who he's, he's taking care of. People. He's making a name for himself. How many rounds has he got? This is a five round fight. I'm sure if it's the main event. So how many? Uh, how many rounds has Till gone? Has he gone the distance yet? Wonderboy has a lot. It's a unique. It's, it is an interesting fight, though. Could Till? Could Could he figure out? Could, who was he fought like Wonderboy? Even though he's pretty bouncy himself, but did very not, well against Cowboy. Yeah. Yeah, but Cowboy's more of a kickboxing style than a karate style. Like you know what I mean? Sure. Right. Why you want to do him like that? Dude, I got that song in my head. Well, you're a marvelous it's, singer. It's called Baby Blue. It's called Baby Blue? Did I make that up? What's that song? You might have. What's that? Baby Blue by Action Bronson. Well, if you did make it. Why don't we play it? He'll let us play it. Wow. Why can't you? Oh, no? You can't play that on air? We can't guess that he would if we get his No, no. Permission. He wants to come in studio. I got a new friend. If he comes in, we can play. We'll I told it. you. I got a new friend. Yeah, it's I Baby knew Blue. We gonna, it's Baby Blue. Chance the Rapper's on that with him? Oh, what a good song. What a good song. He wants to come in here. You know? He does. He does. Well, he's just blowing smoke. No, I'm sure ah! he is. <laughs> is that one of his songs? Oh. I don't know. You know, we could blow some smoke. I had a good time with him the other day. We did. We That's bonded. Great. Yeah, jujitsu, man. We could be doing the same shit, Jimmy. I should take a lesson. I'm afraid I'll hurt myself, though. 
If Tony Ferguson gets hurt walking off a stage, I have no shot in jujitsu. Well, it's all the person. It's about that person that he's seen. That person should be ashamed. Uh, Crystal Producer, please give us some gossip. What is going on in the news? Uh, well, there's a, there is plenty of news, but as I was actually going to say, this was what? announced last week. We didn't get to it. There's a fight you're going to be interested in. What? Neil Magny what? is taking on Gunnar Nelson. Ooh, that's uh, a very also on that Liverpool. Hard. Is it the Colmain? Well, uh, I don't know if that was announced, but I, I mean, probably. Why probably has Gunner not been around since his Ponzinibbio fight? Was he hurt? Um, I don't know if he was hurt. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I saw anything about that. I think it's maybe he was just taking some time, like you know, Ponzinibbio. He got knocked out. I mean, yeah, it was fast though. It was first rounder, yeah. I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, it was a brutal knockout. I remember what do you call it? Uh, we should watch that again. His father told me that he got either poked in the eye or kicked oh. somewhere. So I got to see that again. So I remember the father definitely hit me up going, yo, look, I don't want to make excuses, but, you know, little gunny. Is Ponzinibbio gotta... have another fight? Sorry. Yeah. Now, hold on. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. Hold on. I, I, I hold on. I know, too. Fuck. Hold man. on. Don't tell us either. I'll look on the... the no, I'll you're look looking up. on it. Ponsonibio. No, I'm going to look at the welterweights. It's not him. Wait, wait. For the record, I know it, but... Put the, put the welterweights on there. Hold on right now. There. Oh, it's right there. Yeah. No, let me say one thing. He's fighting Colby Covington. No, he's not. No. Who's Colby Covington fighting? No one. Ponzinibbio is going to... Oh, he's fighting Usman, isn't yeah, he? Kamara yeah, Kamara Yeah. I like Usman. I, wanted, I, I wanted Usman to fight Colby Covington. Why are they not giving us that fight? I don't uh, know. Well, first of all, Usman versus... Uh, Ponzinibbio. Ponzinibbio is a hell of a fight. Yeah, and they're closer in the rankings. It would just be exciting to see Usman fight Co- Covington because they've gone back and forth so much. But this this Usman Ponzinibbio fight is going to be unbelievable. That's that's a real danger for both guys. You know, I always count them. I don't always count them, count them out, but that Neil Magny mm-hmm. surprises us sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yep. he did great versus um, uh, Carlos Condent when he came yep. back. Who did he just lose to? RDA. He his last fight was against Condit. Um, he won. Uh, yeah, and then uh, RDA ran through him pretty quickly in the first round with the submission. But, um, but yeah, his last fight was against Condit. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm excited to see Gunnar Nelson back. I, like I am that too, dude. Man, I like that 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 Zen like you know demeanor of him. Yeah, I do too. You know what I mean? I like him. I, I like that his dad the, listens to this the, podcast. <laughs> That's what I like. I, I like that too. His dad definitely gets a hangout pass. But I like the different characters in this in this game. You know what I understand, Jimmy? Yep, I certainly do. Of course, I am a character, and I recognize different characters, and I like different personalities as long as different fighting styles. I like. You know what I'm saying? Like I like guys that are unique. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Jimmy? I do, I, I do. You're a unique guy. Thank you. Well, I mean, listen, it doesn't have to go back to me being a unique guy. I don't, I don't mind it. Go ahead. Come on, Chris, the producer. I'm waiting for some more. Oh, I thought Jim was going to say something. So, oh, I yeah. thought he was too. Uh, uh, UFC 223, the commentary, let's call it dream team, has been set. Ooh. Joe Rogan, John Attic, and Jimmy Smith are doing the call. This oh, weekend. I like all three guys. Yeah, that's going to be fun to have them How all together. How come Joe Rogan's not coming in studio? What the um, fuck? He probably doesn't get in until after that's, we're done. He recording. might not yeah. get here that's until. What I'm thinking, yeah, because I think know? he would come in. He likes both I, of us. I think yeah, he likes us sure. both very much. That's why I'm actually shocked that he's not coming in. He's probably <laughs> just literally not here. I know. I know. He's been very complimentary of this program when I've been on his show. I was in L.A. for. He's a good a, boy. I gotta jump on his show again. I did that a while. Look how I invite myself. I'm, I'm sure not. he loves you. He would have <laughs> you. Yeah, I know, man. Joe would have you. Yeah, I think so. Habib is officially late. 
in one minute. It's all right, man. I'm listen, sorry. I don't care. Get in when he gets you tell him. You give him, give him gonna, the business when he gets in. I'm going to knock his hat off. What? The furry hat? Oh. What, what do you call that thing? Uh, um, it's a papapka, I believe is how you pronounce oh. it. You're like Alex Trebek. You can say all the words properly. Pop- I don't <laughs> know what they mean. I can just pronounce them. Um, so I was going to say, uh, Tyron Woodley commented on the Stephen Thompson-Darren Till fight, and he said he referred to Wonderboy as the gatekeeper. He'll oh. do all my light work for me. All the uh, dudes that think they want a shot at the strap, they got to go through him, and ain't nobody do it yet. I think Thompson will win, man, to be honest. I know I've talked a lot of trash about Thompson, more in light joking, but Thompson is a very difficult puzzle to figure out, and it took me a lot of time, a lot of money, mm. a lot of training partners to figure him out. And Darren Till... On the other side, says he's going to knock Wonderboy out in the third round. Well, yeah. What's he going to say? Yeah. <laughs> he has to say Well, that. yeah. Tyron right. Woodley was saying the same thing. Until round five comes. Until you get fucking Wonderboy. Wonderboy has those shitty moments in round four. You know, then you realize you get him on the ground and you, you give every single ounce of energy and punching him in the face and then he still pops up. He's oh. a hard guy to knock out, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm reading here? What's that? Two guys that I like. You know, one very much because he was on season six of The Ultimate Fighter. How come you don't like both of them? Well, I like both. You like Ben. Ben Saunders versus Jake Ellenberger. Wow. And that's June 1st, the day before my my birthday. Jimmy. Happy birthday coming up. You had cancer? Sorry? What are you, <laughs> what are you, you asked if I had cancer? Oh, that's what I thought you said, too. I was like, he's going to be so upset. Come no, on, No, Jimmy. what is the uh, It runs in my family, Jimmy. Mine, really too. brought me down. I, I'm a cancer. <laughs> July. Yeah. What are you? I'm I'm a Gemini, Jimmy. Well, let's talk astrology. June second, you know. Yeah, yeah. A couple of men Jimmy, talking Jimmy. astrology. Jimmy, I'm gonna be forty. I'm gonna be forty-four, Jimmy. I don't want to hear it. Okay. But anyway, listen. Uh, but let me tell you about June first in uh, from Utica, uh, New York. Uh, Jake Ellenberger is fighting Ben Saunders. What do you think of that? Yeah, Ben Saunders is jumping in for Brian Barberena. That was announced, and then oh. and Barberena got hurt, and oh. Ben Saunders that's, is stepping in. That's what I heard yeah. on this show <laughs> last time, that we talked about Jake Ellenberger coming back after that elbow he took. Right. And now he's coming back, and he's fighting Ben Saunders, who just who just got stopped by Alan Joban. Correct. And that was not too long ago. That was like a few weeks ago. On my way off. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hard. No, it's you know, it's probably a month, month and change because it's All been right. like three weeks. What since I say, I don't remember. But anyway, I, I like I bad. like that fight. I like both guys. And I mean, who's headlining the June first card in in Utica? Can we talk about that? Oh, oh, Jimmy Rivera versus uh, Marlon Morales. Nice. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. a great Morales. fight. Jimmy Rivera has a. Uh, I was talking to my buddy Seaton who. Trains at Tiger Shulman. And what do you Jimmy say? Rivera has a, a school or trains at a school in the uh, Tiger. She's a Tiger Shulman guy. I didn't realize yeah. that. I forgot. On on 23rd Street, New York. Huh. I walk by that one all the time. You should walk in there. I didn't know. Why are you trying to go in there instead of Henzo's? Because it's close. Like it's on the way home. There's a little kickboxing place on my block. And uh, for me, it's just a matter of I, I'm so just the traveling. It's the matter of, matter of convenience. I guess I could go to Henzo's. Yeah. What sounds was on? 35th? What? 35th? No. What? 31st? Okay. I might be guessing. No, it's 31st between the 8th, between 7th and 8th. Why you gotta do me like that? You're very good. You should sing oh. when Habib comes in. Should I? Imagine sing. he starts breaking, break, get, break, getting yeah. right down with Where me. Where he dances and hurts his ankle. <laughs> no, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Well, uh, I'm yeah. excited to hear. I'm excited to hear about him wrestling a bear. 
I want to know about his love of Kimuras. He likes a good Kimura, doesn't he? Well, if he Do you like his Kimuras? I love his Kimuras. <laughs> Are they rough? They go. I mean, listen, he'll break that arm right off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess you get a lot of confidence when you're young and you wrestle bears. Yeah. Right, Jimmy? Sure. That can't hurt the confidence. You, you, the bear wasn't even a little bear. It was bigger than him. It was bigger than him? That's why I lack confidence. Yeah, why? I didn't wrestle bears. <laughs> I wrestled with my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the news on UFC Unfiltered. So this is Jim's favorite subject. Okay. Floyd Mayweather. Again, said that he, he referred to himself as the uh, <laughs> look at his face. He referred to himself as the biggest name in MMA, and he said, "I'm thinking about fighting in the MMA. I've thought about it. I started training in Miami. I look forward to fighting probably by the end of the year. We don't know. Right now, it's fifty fifty, not a hundred percent, but we're starting training." And then Dana was asked by TMZ about it, and he said, um, "I'm interested." And obviously, he's interested. The last time we were both interested, you saw what happened. I don't know, but why? I mean, why would he even want to do that? I, I, just I guess his don't care. Yeah, about I don't care this. either. Unless something's literally just signed, of course I'll tune in because who doesn't like a nice freak show, right? You know? But that's what I. Would, I want to uh, see Connor fight MMA again. That's all. Me too. I want to see him with that big left. Waste? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I was just I was saying to Jim before we started. I watched his the notorious uh, documentary. It's really it gives you like an interesting look of Connor coming up and you know it goes into um when he knocked out Aldo. That was that's like the last part of it and then it kind of shows the Floyd fight. But Connor's game man when Aldo got out of that fight against Chad uh when Chad Mendez was stepping in for Aldo and Aldo got hurt, it shows Dana at Connor's house being like you'll never believe it Aldo's out. Connor didn't even think for a second about not fighting that weekend. And Connor was hurt, his ACL was torn like we just you you forget a little bit because he's been out for a while and he you know he's doing all these like big name fights sure. and you know but he's the real deal so it'd be is. so great to get him back you know yeah, yeah I would love to see him fight again the UFC might just have they're not going to give him a piece of the company because they, there's not enough value because fighters have a shorter shelf life and mm. they can't make money for you forever you know uh, and you know you can't give something somebody that would that would amount to a hundred million dollars or whatever the fuck you want right. but they can give him a huge payday oh yeah. Right, and whatever his next fight is, it's going to be a huge pay. The, his next, however many fights, is going to be a huge payday. He's a, a big draw. <clears throat> I, I wonder if he's going to get to fight the winner of this fight. Could be even. Does he uh, want to fight the winner of this fight? He could fight if he wanted to fight Joanna. He could. Any, anybody, <laughs> they'd give him anybody he wanted to fight. Yeah. So who are we going to get? Uh, uh, Ketlin Vieira against Amanda Nunes eventually. Potentially, well, yeah. well we got Raquel against? Pennington against uh, Amanda, right. Amanda. That's in uh, in Rio in May. So it was bothering me this this TV, Matt this, go ahead, what? this TV show from the '90s. It was stuck in my head. It had Apollo Creed in it, which is Call Weathers, and they was like fighting crime. I go, what is this horrible Sounds good. show? And then I Googled it. It was Street Justice uh, with Call Weathers. They're good. <laughs> Him and then some kid he rescued from like Vietnam. Oh like, man, who became like a martial arts uh, amazing? Master. Was it good? <laughs> it was so. Bad. Is it a movie or a show? It was on for a couple of years, I believe, in the 1990s. I was just looking it up. It, it says when moody cop Adam Boudreaux. That's called what? Adam Boudreaux. What about him? What do he do? Oh, I love you. Let's see. Listen, this a little was, street justice sounds oh, good, Matt. Man, this was so. I thought it was 80s because it was so cheesy, but it was actually the 90s. This is amazing how many bad shows there are. I think back then, with the lack of um, options, <laughs> street justice. 
It's a cool poster. It's what Call Weathers, and I remember watching this, and the kid was like a Karate Kid guy, and he was a cop. Uh, Adam Boudreaux was a soldier in Vietnam. When he got wounded, he was fortunate that a young boy named Grady Jameson, whose parents were very Vietnamese name, yeah, found him and got him to help. Years later, Boudreaux is now a cop, and he's also vowed to find Grady, whom he never saw again after that. Oh, he's trying to find him. No, wait, they're together. Well, they do. Yeah, I mean, I guess he does find him. Grady? How many Vietnamese kids named Grady? Oh, well, Grady was a a karate guy. He found the guy from Sanford and Son. So then they they had to develop, they had to dish out a little. Street justice. <laughs> that sounds really good. They had to dish it out. You liked it? A little bit. You know what they had to dish out? Street, street justice? Street justice? <laughs> street justice. Jimmy, it's hard it was, to say. It's such a bad show. They, they, they yeah, uh, dished out a little street it. justice. I remember it and be like, maybe one day I could be like that. I don't know. Did I you used know. to watch it? I did watch some episodes oh, and I'm like, yeah, I go look at this guy. I mean, Paulo Creed just stays in shape, man. You know? Carl Weathers. Yeah, he's still alive, I guess. Come on, man. Of course he is. So All right, was... so where are we at? Do we know how far away they are? Yeah, he should be here any minute. <laughs> Quick, say before that? I bring yes. up another irrelevant fucking... I love that a lot. Hey, you got a 21 Jump Street we can watch before Habib gets there? <laughs> uh... Who is the lead in Street Justice besides Carl Weathers? Because I'm always fascinated by people that have careers. Like, he was the lead in a TV show, and then what happened? Right, Brian Genesee. Don't make it sad, Jimmy. What's he doing now? No, I'm fascinated. Because it's weird when they have to get a real job. Dude, it's so hard. So what if all this goes away tomorrow, and then the next tomorrow I'm working anywhere? He might be on He might be on Broadway. Me? Uh, it seemed like he did a few, few movies. Bad Guys. The alternate. When's the last time Brian Genesee worked? Trader's Heart. Uh, Don't lie or I'll know. He's listening to this. You know, oh, he's on The Bold and the Beautiful until 2009. Okay, so of... it's 2018. <laughs> well, so that's <laughs> <laughs> IMDb die after 2009. Yeah, that's wow. the last acting credit. I, I like to know what they're doing. It's it's fascinating to me. Maybe again, he might be on Broadway though. Well, he might a lot be... of these guys have theater yeah, careers. He, he might have got some uh, of that residuals. <laughs> hey, listen, it's better have a little. You know, you have five seconds of fame than no fame at all. No, no, I don't know about that. I mean, they say better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. That's shit. Uh, but but better to have had no fame. Or have fame for five minutes? No, I would take no fame because you don't know what you're missing. All of a sudden, you're you're spinning. You're on a set. You're getting blown all over the place. Yeah. Right. Oh my God! You're the street justice guy. Let me yeah. slide your trousers down. Yeah. And now you're just trying to bring street justice up in conversations, hoping people remember it. And no one remembers it but me. Not at all. <laughs> I'm gonna pee. Me too. Let's go. Matt, as you know. You and I will always laugh together and say UFC fighters are tough. And then I'll, I'll say, you know what else is tough? And you know what you'll say? What? Toyo tires. I wanted to say that. Habib Nurmagomedov, he's fighting Max Holloway for the UFC lightweight title at UFC 223. That's how you know this is updated copy. He won't give up. That kind of endurance reminds me of Toyo tires. Thank you, Matt. That's why Toyo, they're a proud sponsor of the UFC because just like UFC fighters, Toyo tires are built for battle. It's an all-or-nothing philosophy. Durability, aggressive design, on- and off-road capabilities. Yes to all of them. Living life on the highway, Toyo has you covered. Spending some serious uh, off-road time, they have a tire for that, too. No matter what you drive, Toyo has what you need. And frankly, these tires just look cool. Any vehicle, every terrain, all-or-nothing, Toyo tires. Next time you need tires, ask for Toyo. To experience more, visit toyotires.com backslash UFC. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. 
Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 33. And the good news is we're back. Uh, we both had to pee. And our timing was good because Habib is pulling up now. Oh. So he should be up here very, nice. very shortly. But in the meantime, uh, yes. people who want to know, uh, Jim Norton's Twitter follies. <laughs> what happened? I was, uh, I, 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 somebody connected me to something. Pat Oswald tweeted something. And then there was Chuck Woolery, the old love connection. What happened host. with Chuck Woolery? I don't know because he blocked me. <laughs> I'm blocked by Chuck Woolery. I don't know what happened. Oh, great, Jimmy. I don't know how it happened. Chuck I'm, Willery blocked you. Maybe you said something that offended the great Chuck Willery. Maybe I did, but it wasn't to him. I've never spoken to Chuck Willery. Wait, first of all, is he the great Chuck What the fuck is he? No, doing? you're saying he's the great Chuck Willery. He's really done. Does he have a Netflix special like you do? He's the only Chuck Willery. No, but he's a very famous guy. So, Back in two and two. He's iconic. Nobody's heard of that guy. They've all heard of him. Me and you have. Sure I have. Chuck Willery. He did the, uh, the, we just had the dating the show? The Love Connection. 
Dude, that, that's old school shit. It is, but everyone remembers two and two. Well, he does equals four, but he does not. Is he's not a big fan of Jimmy Norton? I guess he hates Jim Norton. I don't know. I'm very upset. I think that's fucking phenomenal. I'm very I, upset that this guy blocked me for no reason. No one blocks me. No one cares. I'm not even on Twitter. Why are you on Twitter? Why? What's the point? I, I don't mind being on Twitter. Uh, like, somebody's got a nice Mike Tyson jacket on. Who's that? Could be. I don't know who's behind he's you. He's looking at you to the left. Could we get it? Oh, Ali! What's up, Ali? Oh, Khabib! Oh, right. look at that guy. Would you want to see that that in a dark alley? No, or in a cage. See, uh, Bring him in. <laughs> what is Chris doing? Come on, let him in. What up, Ali? Let's see you, man. How are you, man? How you doing? Khabib, what's up, bro? Let me see you, man. How you doing, man? Uh, good to see you. Come on. That's your, that's your seat right you there. Come sit. Yeah, yeah, oh, you want to sure. go to the bathroom? Yes. Go to the right. What's up? Is that your bodyguard? What's up, guys? You can sit there, yes. There's a whole camera crew in here. Now, where is our... Uh, hey, how are you? Where has our producer gone? Chris... Uh, how are you doing, man? Okay. Chris just went down. Professor, how are you? Get in here. Get, get close. Get close. I'm going to trash talk a lot because I have a lot of money. Come here, man. How are you, Ali? Everything is good. Get close to that. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You are fucking blessed. Beautiful family, by the way. Yo, I'm always you so liking much. those pictures on Instagram. You got more kids than me. Yes, I got a lot of kids. Tell people who you are, Ali. I'm just, uh, I'm a hands of grace. What's your name? That's what I am. Give me your full name. This is Ali Abdelaziz. I'm a teammate of Matt Sarah. Yeah, I'm well, we know that. I'm but aren't you a, ma you're like the manager. Yeah, you know, Mark Henry was on here just singing your praise. Yes, he was. You know what? Um, actually, it's a story about becoming a manager. When I become a manager, Henzo said, you should become a manager. I was like, I don't know shit about managing. He's like, you're going to manage me. You owe it to Henzo Grace. And Henzo is my, my, you know, my first client, and he opened a door for me. He really don't need a fucking manager. He just want to help me out. Yeah. And uh, at the start now, we have 120 fighters, probably 50 fighters in the UFC, uh, probably double any other management, and uh, we're staying humble. Tr train every day well you know what it's like to be in the trenches do you have any fights under your belt or no yeah i fought in k1 hero in japan and i fought you know in colorado and but no, i never talk about it because no you know, well, i'm, I wasn't bring, I'm very bringing good. it up you're not bringing it up <laughs> while khabib's in there you know um uh, cutting weight by going to the bathroom or something he's got to <laughs> yeah. do what he's got to do he's human yeah, you know yeah. we're going to talk to you 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 were a big time judo player tell me a little bit you know i competed for the egyptian judo team and i moved here and i started fighting mma and uh and after that, George St. Pierre, I met him in New Mexico. And he's like, let's go to New York with me. And I went yeah. to New York. And I met Henzo, and I just stayed. I never went back. Uh, listen, Henzo has that. He has that. Uh, he has that effect on people. He has that effect on people. He's my son. A lot of people say. say a lot, Henzo's a lot of father for a lot of people. But Henzo is my son. Uh, I, love, kid, I love taking care of him. He's so you a, like being a manager, but you have to hear all the complaints. And they, they have to come to you now with all the complaints. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't have to complain, man. Whatever, like... Uh, I, I, you know, I have this amazing relationship with, with the UFC and Dana White because we have we talk crazy to each other behind closed door. The media will never know about it. And a lot of people make mistakes. They want to make this publicly. They want to get famous. Yeah. And um, I think it's, it's just about being professional, you know? Right. You can, look, Dana probably Canadian. one of the easiest person to get a hold of. Like, you know, he's an emotional guy, and I'm an emotional guy. We'll get it, but, you know, without him, we wouldn't be here today. That's the truth. And I respect him a lot. This is why... I kind of have this amazing relationship with the UFC and Dan especially. I call the guy any time of the day. He answers. I go to his office anytime. He's, he's always open the door to me. And, well, and you well, don't have to be an enemy. A lot of people say, oh, a manager and a promoter have to be like this. Well, next time, you, next time you ask him, talk to him. Ask about Jimmy's tickets. Yeah, for I, I, know, I put it for tickets for 223. If you happen to call Dan, could you just mention it to him? Uh, 
yeah. he doesn't call Wait, all this back immediately. Now is the Khabib time. I'm, yeah. This is Khabib time right now. Now, now we have to ask you too, because I hear everybody's pronouncing your name Habib or Khabib. You're saying Khabib. Rogan says Khabib. What is the proper pronunciation of your first name so we get it right? Habib. Habib. No. Habib. <laughs> okay. Habib. I'll never get that. So um, <clears throat> should I say uh, Habib or Khabib? Which is closer? Like what, what? Whatever you want. He doesn't care. Yeah, answers to yeah. anything. I know, but yeah, I still anything. want to say it right. I can't anything. say it the way he said. Yeah, yeah. I can't no, do no, it. No, no, no. Anything. Okay. Anything. I'm not fine? crazy guy. I'm crazy inside the cage. Outside the cage, not crazy. You're no, easy well. going. Yeah. How are you handling this whole uh, this this tremendous change of events? With uh, how did you find out about Tony not being able to fight? Yesterday after training, uh, uh, my manager, my brother, Alison, Tony's out. You know, like uh, my mind go crazy. You know, I can't believe hey, all hard training is finished six days before fight. How how is that? Of course, I understand because uh, I have before like too many injuries. I understand this very hard uh, game. It's it's not easy game. But I think oh how I'm just watch his video. Oh, I'm in shape. My weight is good. Blah blah. blah. But how is like uh, pull out? I no understand and. You know, but I say, and uh, my brother Ali say, hey, we're gonna fight only, for, only, only for the title because I'm tired to fight for the regular fight. Sure, I have best win streak right now in UFC, 25 win streak. And, undefeated, you know, yeah, undefeated. undefeated, like uh, since uh, my 2008. You know, like almost 10 years I compete and nobody beat me, and uh, I feel I deserve title shot. You do. But please don't give me a regular fight. Was but like uh, like same time like I said, don't give me regular fight. Same time I think hey, six days before we in, I come here without family, without friends, like parents, my father, like stay here two months. Now, like my opponent pull out, and I think oh, I'm gonna fight with somebody. But I say hey, don't 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 give me regular fight. But if you have to give me other fight, of course I'm gonna take this. Uh, yeah, were there any other names bounced around? Eddie Alvarez, any other guys bounced around before? Or did Max just step uh, up? I know UFC told me they call Eddie Alvarez. He said, oh, I'm heavy. Oh. But I don't understand. Like one month ago, he talked about like if somebody pull out, I'm ready to jump. But uh, why you say this if, you, if you're not ready? Why? If you say, you have to do. But oh, I'm, I, I'm too heavy. You know, like if you're too heavy, shut up. <laughs> and you know, and uh, about, about Connor. I say first option, hey, let's go bring Connor. Okay, Tony pull out. Who's champion here? They call him champion. Bring this guy because he put he put a tweet like stay ready. He put some picture yeah. like because it, like, he he become like model, you know, <laughs> like a model from Burger King, <laughs> model from Bur Burger King. I don't understand. <laughs> hey, if if you if if you champion, defend your belt. If you stay on your feet, like this is his word, like you have to defend your your belt. Sure. Like without injuries, he. You know, like, he you know, defend his belt. I said, bring this guy. But then I say, he have very bad connect on phone. <laughs> he don't give him answer. <laughs> he might have been driving through a tunnel yeah. when Dana was asking him. Yeah. That's so he, funny, though, because, I mean, he was going to be jumping in for the uh, or Frankie Yeager Ortega fight. He said he was going to jump in. Fake. Right? It's fake. Everything it's, fake. It's you bullshit, you know, you're no, saying. No, you know why? You know why? Because uh, if UFC ask me, like, hey, you have to fight, like, even one month, I never take this fight. I, I'm gonna be honest with yeah. my friends, with all. Hey, I never take this fight. You know why? Because I have to be. When I go to the cage, I go to the like war. You know, I have to be ready for this. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna. I don't take this fight. I need eight weeks for training camp and one more week for make weight. Why I need take this fight? 
you know, like he talked about, oh, I can jump here, take this, like stay ready, blah, blah, blah. Because he put all the things for fans because fans beginning forget him. Yeah. You know, like two years because every year MMA go high level, high level, high level. Yeah. And uh, new fans is coming, you know, like, and they, 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 they forget him. You know, when he fight with heavy Eddie Alvarez, yeah. Like oh, when you fight with marijuana guy Nate Diaz, these guys not top level <laughs> long time. Hey, now is different sport. Yeah. You know, like different. Hey, come uh, here, compete compete with Barboza, Lee. You know, other guys. You know, like Dustin Poirier and um, Justin Gaethje. It's new le levels coming. You know, and I, I understand why he do this. He promote himself all the time. Yeah. Before I forget, be, uh, because we're, gonna, we're talking about some stuff here. You as a child, nine years old, wrestling a bear. That's the what we were just watching. That was Khabib, right? Yeah. That's confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now, how normal is that back home? Is that like a normal thing, or your dad is like, let's get you to the next level early. <clears throat> let's have you wrestle a little bear. How that? What's going on with that? It's you know like interesting like when we talk like one week ago like uh press conference call uh tony say oh i training here i training in like with some animals blah 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 but but he 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 want to become like me yeah. he want but i don't want this i'm real you yeah. know yeah. and uh, now he injured like he walking and he injured how you can how you can say this? I wrestling with like some like in jungle or something yeah, like this, yeah. and you you injure like when you walk. Hey, shut up! If it's not real, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, you know, like be real. You know, for us it's normal. Like like just now, one guy asked me a question. Hey, how is weather for you? You know, when we when I'm kid, when we grew up, uh, when we fighting in street, like uh, who's scared? He say, hey. Today is not good weather for fighting. Please, let's fight when sun is coming. You understand? Yeah, when it's yeah. not dirty. But all the time I say, hey, weather, not for me. Because I all the time stay on the top. You be on the bottom, you know? That's why weather for you. For me, is always weather. You is don't good. care because you're going to you be know? on top, yeah. Like, say same same things. Like, you know, we grew up, like, uh, when I grew up, we have a lot of fights in street. Like, yeah. even when i living in village, when i living in uh, capital city, Mahachkala in Dagestan, like we make all the time small guys fight each other. Yeah. It's normal for us. Yeah. Like in US, if you make two guys fight each other, you go jail. Yeah. You go jail 100%. Yeah, the parents because, Yes, parents go crazy with you, you know. But for us, it's normal. You know, like all the time. Okay, when I grew up in my village, we have uh, only one gym okay. in the village, my father. And he teach everybody, you know. Like science, four years, five years, I yeah. beginning wrestling. I walk, I beginning walk and mat, you know. And yeah. uh, all the time when my father have guests, somebody and guests come with some sons, like my age, I understand. I have to competition with this guy. Yeah. I, I grew up like this. And the bear, like w when did you first wrestle a bear? Nine years you're nine years yes. old, but I, I still, I still wrestling with bears too, <laughs> you know. But now this camp. No bears. Because, okay. Because no injuries, please. Yeah, Wait, do they cover the claws? How do they do so you don't get scratched or bitten? They shut the mouth? To be honest, I didn't remember this too much because it was like 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. And uh, now I watch this. It's funny video. It's great. It's crazy video. The bears got good instincts. <laughs> like you get the underhook. You're, and the yeah. bears work in jujitsu. It's, it's like what, a circle. What's you know, that, like, uh, What is this? Like, um, it's like uh, they, they teaching bear. 
they teaching bear. You know, oh, like, they teach uh, that bear. Like they, 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 they teach bear and uh, good double takedown. It's great. Double leg. You know, like. But I'm not better. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. No, listen. I just thought that was. Uh, I never seen anything like that. No, it's more. That's also about just being ballsy and being having a lot of courage to do that with a, with a wild animal like a bear. Yeah. No, because you know, like. Uh, if my father says something and I don't do this, it's like crazy, you know? Yeah. Like before, like when I was like 15, 16, I understand, oh, my father is a nice guy, nice person. Yeah. Before, like crazy. If my father say, I have to do everything. Doesn't matter. Bear, small, big. Yeah. If I am nine years old and my father say, hey, you have to fight with real, like in jungle with a lion, you know, like hunter lion. They can eat you. I'm going to fight with him. Because your father uh, said to do yes, it. Yes, of course. Like it's same things now too. We're living together. I live in with my father. We stay because we have traditional in Dagestan, like in Caucasus. When you youngest, youngest uh, boy in your family, you have to still living with your parents. You know, like uh, with your mother and father, because if they need something, like every like traditional. And I still living with my father. You know, like even now, if he says some something, I do everything. That's no. respect. It's nice. Yeah, so number one, it's number one. Respect, low relationship with parents, it's most important for me. Most important than belt or other stuff, money, like all this bullshit stuff. Most important things is relationship with your parents. And your dad has not been able to watch you fight in the U.S. so far, right? He yes, has. you know what's interesting? Today morning I talked with him. He never said this for me, but today he said it's, uh, for me it's very hard. And be here, you there, like everybody, you know, fight for the title, you know, like all this stuff. And for me, it's very hard. Out of all the camps, how did you, because I know your father is your main trainer. He brought you up, made you the fighter and man you are today. But how did you end up over with Javier and them over at AKA, which is a phenomenal camp. You know, they breed champions. But how did you end up over there? Uh, first time I come there, like... Uh, First time I come to New Jersey, K Dojo. I stay here one week and next week I go to the move to the Nashville and I have debut in Nashville versus Kamal Shalorus. And after Murat said tell, told to me uh, here's not too much sparring partners. I know one guy, it's King Mo, Mohammed Lawal. This is my, my friend, he training in AKA <coughs> San Jose, but it's different part in US. Like next time when USC give you opponent. And they're gonna give you a tough opponent because you're 17 and all right now. You have to move there like one and a half months before. But you know what's interesting? Before, like Kamal Shalorus or other my 16 fights in Russia, but I never sparring. I never sparring. My father don't let me sparring. I never have mouthpiece, headgear. I yeah. only I only do meets, ground and pound conditioning, and uh, wrestling, grappling and uh, oh. like conditioning st stuff like all this but I never sparring because my father said hey you don't need sparring take care of your head that's you to prevent injuries right yeah but I never sparring okay I come here one week stay here because I come 15 days before fight I come here I don't need sparring too much I come here I work meets ground and pound wrestling grappling I move to Nashville cut weight fight win go back okay next time I come back to AK yeah. I come here to gym okay nobody knows me uh, Mohamed Lawal told uh, Javier, hey, one guy is going to come, please show him everything. Like, okay, I come here. I don't know English. Yeah. I don't know nobody. Come to gym. 
okay, Javier, talk to me. I don't understand what you're talking yeah. about. You know, but I understand he said, hey, you're going to sparring. You have mouthpiece? No. Headgear? No. Shingard? No. <laughs> How you don't know nothing? Why I need this? He said, hey, you need sparring. <laughs> we have Monday, Wednesday, Friday sparring day. Okay. He give me everything. He said, hey, we're going to, like, he give me schedule, everything. And I keep following this. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, 2012 now 2018 i'm here and i feel i deserve everything what i have right now because like w with all this age like uh, all my ufc career i have a lot of injuries surgery like crazy injuries and um, my back my knee acl my ribs my hand like everything but i still keep going how's your and, weight you know, how's your weight at this point when your weight is good now yes my weight is good i'm on schedule like last time and you know and uh it's it's not easy i have very hard way you know i don't have like easy way you know like like other guys like connor he have easy way he fight only with striking guys you know he never fight in lightweight division they give him title i am i'm nine and all and now and i fight only now f fight for the title you know like somebody have easy way somebody have hard way now ufc understand hey they can promote me you know i have very big fan group I have very big fan base, you know, like now I'm famous, you know, yeah. they can make very good paper money with me. This show supposed to be in Seattle. They moved to Brooklyn. Why? Because of me. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of Russian people living oh, there. Yeah. Right. This is not because of Tony Ferguson or other guys. <laughs> this is because of me, you know, now, every, now everything's become now six days before fight, you know, like doesn't matter king kong or other guys my yeah. opponent max holloway i tell hey even ken velasquez daniel cormier bring these guys i want to fight for the title 155 now and you know and now i feel like space off you know everything is become now five days before win first of all i have to win my weight cut because no 155 yeah. 155 and a half no bell no good i'm focused on weight cut and after, I'm going to smash this guy, Max Holloway. Even I I respect him. Yeah. When cage close, no nice. Well, he was already training. I mean, again, he was ready for Frankie, and then he's training for Ortega, I'm sure. So he's at least in fighting shape. You know, he's kind of coming out of the... Who said this? I'm guessing he has to be because he no. trained for Frankie. I don't believe this. Oh, you don't think he's in fighting Just shape? Just one week ago, he vacationed, moved, traveling everywhere. He pulled out because of his injury. One month, no training, you know. Uh, so you don't I, think he's I in fighting shape? I, I'm not underestimate this guy, but he's not fighting shape. He is, he is without fighting shape. Let me ask you something. Do you watch a lot of footage of your opponents, or do you let your coaches do that, and you just handle what you... Uh, you just worry about yourself? Oh, no, no. I watch... I you watch, do? Like, I'm a very big fan of UFC, you know, like, even your career, I know... Yeah, it could be. <laughs> even, even about you. I'm very upset when you knock out my uh, George St. Fair. Uh, <laughs> I, no, you I, I, I won? Yes, oh, I, I wanna be. I wanna be like. That's okay. Honest. You gotta uh, be honest. I, no, no, no. I listen. Because I love George too. No, no, no. You George know, is a nice guy. Yeah, I'm very big fan. Before, like, we grew up. I watched George Bach. Yeah. This guy come and knock him out. What? I had a good what day. Happened? And I'm waiting for rematch. You know. <laughs> no, no, so not sorry about, about this. Hey, sorry about this. <laughs> and I'm waiting for a great team here. Bro, no, no, brother. But I wanna be. I wanna be it's honest. Okay. You know, I am not fake guy, brother. I all the time say true. <laughs> so you were happy about when George beat me in the rematch, Khabib? You could tell me. You were happy. Be honest. <laughs> tell me. It's not going to hurt my feelings. That's sorry, brother. Yes. You were happy about <laughs> that, Khabib? Yes, yes. I'm sorry. In the headphones, you, know? you can't hear it, but I'm booing you. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a fan. I love your Camorras. How much do I talk about his Camorras? Hey, please, please, brother. I'm such a fan. But, hey, 
I know you nice guy. You know, when I meet you first time, I was okay, my Sarah, I think, hey, before I upset, he knocked out George Semper now. Take picture, no, take picture, no. And I think, no, I'm gonna take take picture with this guy. You remember we take I picture. remember you with Frankie and, like, and him, yeah, right? Yeah, in the locker yeah. room. Yeah. Sorry yeah. about this, but That's I know okay. like it's all right. I don't you know like, you, you know. You like, like George better yeah. than you're me. You're a fan of a guy growing up and then you you see the guy lose, it's hard to see him lose. Hey, now I like you more than George. You know why? Because Thank you. because we have plan. <laughs> New York, Madison Square Garden, November, fight for the 155 belt with George St. Pierre. Yeah. What was that? Yes. Say yes. again? That's your plan. George St. Pierre, yes. You told me a while. No, you didn't tell me, actually. I read this somewhere. You didn't tell me this. Ooh. But uh, no, I, I heard you say that your father told you that George St. Pierre would be a very good fight for you. Is that right? He said his dream match, See me this? versus George St. Pierre. How do I remember My father. That? You know, because he put me when I'm nine years old yeah. versus beer. Of course, he don't care okay. about George <laughs> St. Pierre. Brother. What you, you know, yeah. George St. Pierre is like greatest athlete who yeah. ever competed in UFC, in my opinion. He he like inside the case, outside the, outside the case, Great. real champ, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he talked about he can make 155. He already middleweight champ, welterweight champ. Now he can make 155. Why not? Me and him, same size. You know, without good shape, me and same size. I met him one year ago in uh, Moscow. I met him, we have good time. Yeah. And, you know, like two days, we spent good time together. You know, like he's, I respect him. He's like very nice guy. But this is, you know, like I, I, I have, yeah. like for my legacy, yeah. it's a very important fight. No. For his yeah. legacy, he can become uh, three weight classes world champion. You know, for him, very important Shit. fight too. You know, Canada versus Russia with French friends with USA friends, with all friends around the world. It, it's going to be a very big fight, Sell like more, more than two, <laughs> two million people, more than. But if he couldn't get to that weight, because he did just fight at 185. He can. He, uh, he could, walk around at 182. But could you, could you go to 170 and fight there, or you have no desire to do that? How will go 170? 170 a different champion. Well, yeah, I mean, would you do that just to fight GSP? No, for I'm going to bring him here. Come here. Yeah, bring him oh yeah, you know what? GSP does. That's right. As Tyron Woodley has that belt, so it wouldn't make any sense. And George it's, has mentioned that he could. One seventy, he have more chance than one fifty. Sure. One fifty five, I have more chance. Well, fifty fifty, he can beat me. I can beat him. You know, like it's not easy fight. It's not easy fight for him. Not easy fight yeah. for me. You know, it's gonna be a very big fight. Yeah. What do you? Okay. I was gonna ask you now. Listen, I've 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 been in a bunch of fights. I've seen a bunch of fights. Cornered ton of fights. I haven't ever seen anybody talk in the cage not only to the opponent like to michael johnson you're telling him to give up and that that you know he, he you know he knows that you deserve the shot as you're beating him down it reminds me i know i don't know if you ever seen that movie saving private ryan when the germans putting a knife into the american's chest and he's like wait what are you saying wait and he's saying you know how you this this is supposed to be this way i don't know what he's saying i don't speak german but it's it's fucking scares the shit out of me and everybody else. What's are you just that confident that you got this fight done that you could talk to Dana between rounds and talk to your opponent? What, what's going on in your mind? You know, after first round, I watch I watch on him like I understand everything is finished. If not lucky punch coming, what he gonna do? He's tired. He cannot wrestling with me. He cannot knock me out. Like I tell him, hey. Don't send me bullshit contract like Dana. He say, hey, you have to finish this fight. I tell him, hey, already fight finish. What are you talking about? But you know, but uh, same time, uh, like uh, I respect Michael Johnson and I do want to mm. give him like too much damage because after like crazy damage, you, maybe you never come back. Yeah. And I tell him, hey, let's go. I have to fight for the title. Please give up. 
like this. You know? <laughs> Something like this. That's got to really get in your opponent's head, That's too. Got, when oh. a guy is trying to be nice to you in the ring, like, like just stop, because I'm hurting you and it's going to continue getting worse. Yeah. Why I need to smash him? If I understand I win, everybody understand. Why I need to give him more damage? Like, same same thing with Max Holloway. Max Holloway, he have to he have very tough opponent, like Brian Ortega. And, you know, like, for his legacy, it's very important. Yeah. Beat him. You know, like, featherweight. He's featherweight champion. But this is different territory, different hunter, different animal, you know. Be, be ready, you know, like... When you go to the cage, you know, maybe I give you like crazy damage and you never come back. Be careful about this. Is there some submissions that you prefer over other submissions or is it whatever gets the job done? I love your Kimuras, by the way. I love your Kimuras, Khabib. See how excited I get? <laughs> he does get When excited. you get a Kimura, I come in here doing backflips. I get so excited. It's a beautiful Kimura. You know, Do you like, call it the Kimura? Yes, Kimura. Okay. Yeah. You know, like uh, about Kimura, if I make him Kimura, it's, it's going to be a very good night for Max Holloway. Because, okay, Kimura top, go back to the 145, beat Brian Ortega. If I give him like crazy punch on the ground, because I'm not going to stand up with him. I don't yeah. give him chance. Why I have to save like 50-50 going to like yeah. crazy? No, my, my, I'm very confident about my striking game. I can stay with anybody. Like last fight, I show you guys. Like Barboza, Barboza, he have best takedown defense. If you not take him down, he gonna smash him. What happened? I stayed with him, you know. And uh, like with about Max Holloway, like he's gonna be very happy, lucky, you know, if I give him my yeah. perfect Kimura, you know. But about like five round, he's not on shape. Yeah. He's not on shape for fight, five, five round fight. Like even last opponent, Aldo, Aldo, uh, Pettis. Like Jeremy Stevens, Ricardo Lamas, everybody who beat him, uh, these guys not like me. These guys all striking guys. He stand up with him, make these guys tired with his reach. That's what I was stand talking about. I, I watch all yeah. the 12 win streak. Okay, I watch everybody. Okay, 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 okay. But nobody's wrestling guy. Now different opponent, different weight classes. This guy preparing for five round war. You know, now you come with six fight. Like six days before fight, you take this fight. He take this fight one hundred percent about money. He don't yeah. believe he can beat me. Yeah. You know, he don't believe. He Do you believe, believe you can beat him? He 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 <laughs> believe he believe only lucky punch. Okay, what happened if you not knock me out? If you don't make my light off, yeah. if I see him, I'm gonna hunt him all the time, all twenty five minutes. People point out with your fight with Michael Johnson. They go, oh look, look, he was hurt a little bit in the first round. But I point out. In that same round that they say you were hurt a little bit, he almost did not make it out of that round, Michael Johnson. How stunned were you? <clears throat> and if you were, you kind of got those cobwebs out of your head. But tell me about that round with Michael Johnson and people going, oh, look, he's human. No, you know, like uh, nobody protected about like shot or something because hey, if you have great opponent, you have great boxing skills, very speed. Uh, hands like uh, nobody protected about this you know like people sometimes when you when you have big win streak like you undefeated some people watch your fights for watching how you lose they interesting yeah. they want to watch like how you lose like how you go down yeah. it's okay some people your fans some people your haters you know like like my weather why they buy for him he's not exciting he's not like crazy exciting on you know like he's not like like lamachenko lamachenko is much exciting than him but people watch my weather fights why okay 50 and all they want to know somebody want to he keep winning somebody want he lose yeah. that's why they watch 
like same same thing. Okay, they hit me. It's okay. Yeah. Like like I I how many shots I eat all my twenty five fights like couple fights couple couple shot or yeah. all my amateur career like I have almost three hundred fights yeah you know like all other stuff like grappling pancreation like um, combat sambo seven years I competition not too many people like catch me you know like even yeah. somebody catch me okay it's okay I'm gonna keep going and we'll see what happen we have to wrap up. Chris yeah, is saying that they're, they're, yeah. they're saying he has to go. Right, so I guess man. that's the end of the episode. Uh, we've been wanting to talk to you for a while, so I'm happy you were finally able to come in. Thank and I'm guys. really happy you got an opponent. It was heartbreaking to hear Tony is out. Max Holloway against you is a very interesting fight. Um, I know he's definitely going to take you uh, seriously. Max knows who he's about to to get in with. So no, you, sorry about this. 100%. I not underestimate this guy. Oh hey, no. This guy here, best win streak right now in USC. Yeah. 12 win streak. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? 100%. I know underestimate yeah. him. But... It's if we talk about true, he's not ready for five round fight like fight like me, you know, like my pressure, my wrestling. He never fight with wrestling guy. You know, like we, we, we talk about like Anna, so sure. but we not underestimate him because maybe he can he understand five round he cannot stay with me, maybe he go crazy like first round. Yeah. I have to expect everything, you know. I know underestimate him. Thank you to Max Holloway, take this fight, you know. Without him, I don't believe UFC make this like for belt, yeah. you know. And uh, aloha, huge. aloha, man, <laughs> aloha. You know? aloha. It's gonna be great, man. Well, Thanks thank you very much, Khabib, and uh, we will. Uh, we're out of here, I guess, and we'll see you on Thursday. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.